to lift up our voice and let's begin to thank God for another morning and another time in his presence. Amazing. 
Jesus Christ rose up early in the morning, very early, before six, and he set apart, find a place that was very quiet, and the Bible said, and that place he prayed. So that was the custom of Jesus the Christ that we are all following. So this morning, let us have a colonia with God. Let us have some fellowship with Him. Every single. And just begin to lift your voice and say, Father, we thank you. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within. Through the way things are done, you're looking into my heart, and I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus, I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made, when it's all about has been and it always will be Coming back to the heart of 
is all about Jesus and we are saying Father we thank you for the gift of life Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we still thank you. We bless your holy name for a time in your presence and for giving us life, life more in abundance. And we say we are grateful. We thank you all for all that you are doing and all that you're about to do. Let us be grateful for life. Because everything starts with life. If you don't have life, now you can't do anything, trust me. Lift up your voice and say, Father, we thank you for life. That I can breathe, I can walk, I can see. Say, Father, thank you. That is the demonstration of his mercy now to your life.
this morning, God has shown us mercy. So, Father, say, Father, we thank you for mercy. He has shown us mercy, trust me. I'm the one you have shown mercy. You have shown mercy. You have shown mercy. God has showed myself and yourself mercy. So we are alive. So just say, Father, we thank you for life. It is the Lord our shows mercy. It is not of him that wheels are wrong. But of the Lord our shows mercy, mercy, mercy. This morning he has looked past our fault, our sins, our failures and said, no, let me give you another chance. So we are here because of his message, not because you are very good or because now you can pray more than anyone. But his message has located all of us. So Father, we say, well, thank you. We bless your holy name for your mercy this morning. Yes, I'm the one that you have shown me. And you call me mercy. Yes, my name is mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now let all the saints shout and type Amen. Let all shout and type Amen. Amen. Now God, God bless all of you. Good morning, everyone. God bless all of you for joining us this morning. I know it's not easy to wake up, you know, early in the morning. It is never easy, but we are here. Most, most people are not used to waking up very early, but it is a good thing to wake up always early in the morning to have fellowship with God. Very, it, it is good because it is part of our Christian faith that we will wake up early in the morning to have fellowship with God. So God, God bless all of you and good morning for joining us in the name of Jesus Christ. So what you can do is to share and call a friend, let a friend call a friend so that now we can share the word of the Lord together and now we can pray and we can go to our various works in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, please, let's, let's go to the Bible and let's go to the book of revelation chapter 3 verse 21 this week is our week of victory it's our week of dominance and now we need to look at one or two things how to reign in life 
as we started on Sunday. So the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 21. So now this is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is saying to him who overcomes. Now other versions will say that who is victorious or who subdues. So that's the word overcome. And he said that I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Now the NLT says that those who are victorious, those who are victorious. So Jesus Christ died and was victorious and has handed us the victory. But here, you know, the victory is in the spirit and now he is expecting us that we need to manifest the victory here on earth. That is what he is supposed to, you know, he is expecting us to do. That we need to manifest the victory here on earth. So our life is, is supposed to be full of victory every single day. Every single day. Demonstrating that victory here on earth. In the name of Jesus Christ but then how then do we walk that victory life it is a big question because now you, you ask yourself that am I in any competition with anybody or am I in any sort of battle yes we are all in battle from the day that we are even born so the day that we, are, we, we die, we are always, 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 always in, in battle. This is a life battle. And now we need to learn how to be victorious in, in life on every side in the name of Jesus Christ. So we are praying that may the Holy Spirit guide us, may the Holy Spirit give us knowledge and, and understanding how to walk this life victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. So the Bible said that to him who overcomes, so now you are an overcomer, but you need to now begin to study and know how you can walk this, this life of victory in the name of Jesus Christ. So how many of us have opened their Bibles to even study in the name of Jesus Christ? So now let's go to the book of 1 John chapter 5. So we are looking at, you know, the overcoming life or you know a week of victory and dominance so first john chapter 5 the book of first john chapter 5 the book of first john chapter 5 the book of first john chapter 5 now you know let's start from verse 1 you know you because of the time i i just i just want us to start from verse 4 let's go straight to the point verse 4 and 5 now the bible said that for whatever that is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever that is born of God overcomes the world. So now we are born of God. We are born of the seed of Christ. We are born of the word of the Lord. Because when you go to the book of John chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So we are born of the word because we have believed in Jesus the Christ. So the Bible says, whatever that is born of God, so whatever that has the seed of God, subdues the world. So now, the last time I said that we are 
fighting one the flesh two the world and three satan so the bible said that for whatever that is born of god overcomes the world meaning the systems of the world you need to overcome and the bible said that this is the victory that has overcome the world and what is the victory our faith so now the most important thing that we need to look at here is faith our faith myself and yourself so you see that now the word there is our faith you know it narrows down to you know your personal faith meaning that your convictions so the faith is is all about your reliance on god and how you believe in god so this is the victory and what is the victory our convictions our faith not in ourselves not in anything but our faith in jesus the christ and the bible said that who is he who overcomes the world so why is it that now you know the the bible is now talking about the world the world the world because we are in battle with the world so here we've seen that we are in battle with the world so the bible said that he, who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes now he's talking about faith who believes that jesus is the son of god that is our conviction so i know that all of us here we have believed in jesus the christ we have believed that he is the son of god so that that means that now our convictions our convictions meaning our faith that is in christ need to give us that sort of victory on every side on every side so then now when, when when we looked at the book of you know revelation chapter 3 verse 21 jesus christ said that now you know he also overcame and was was granted you know to sit by the father now the big question is how did jesus christ overcame how did he you know maneuver his way and became victorious so then we need to look at the pattern that has been already set in the realms of the spirit for myself and yourself so that we can follow the same pattern because when jesus christ came he said i am the way i am the truth i am the life so he has set a way that now when we begin to look at that way we'll be able to be very victorious on every side so now we've seen that we are you know in in battle with the world now let's see another are uh, 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 the other enemy that we are battling with so i don't know if now nanama or you know sandra um Afrasi, you guys can write it for me so the first thing that we have seen is the world right but i said the flesh the world and satan so you know we can we can just make it one the, the world that is because of the scripture that i've quoted amen Now, let's go to the book of Galatians chapter 5. Let's start from verse 16. Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16. The Bible said, I say then, walk in the flesh. Sorry, it said, walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. You shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. Now, verse 17 says, for this for the flesh lusts against the spirit this is where contention is 
for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and the bible said that these are contrary to one another so they are in contention and the bible said that so that you do not do the things that you wish so this is the contention that now is within us that most of us are fighting so most christians are not aware that they are fighting a battle that is first within so most of the prayers that we pray that as i said on on sunday is all about our house witches oh you know our enemies and you know other, other you know things that we believe demons and principalities and other things yes we believe that yet because now we are in contention with them we are in battle with them but now we also we shouldn't also forget that we are in contention with our flesh we are in contention with our flesh why because this flesh is fallen so every time you are in contention so now let's look at this sometimes you you would you would you would say oh maybe i want to wake up and pray before you realize now your body is telling you that you are tired and you want to sleep a little bit and your 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 spirit also want to your, your spirit also wants to pray so before you realize oh now let me sleep about five minutes let me sleep about two minutes let me sleep about three minutes before you realize the time is up for you to go to work I don't know how many of us have have been battling those things even some of us when we pick the bible before you realize your eyes is very dull and you are sleeping but now ask yourself that when you put on the tv to watch a movie or to watch a series or to watch something now before you realize your eyes are wide awake and your eyes is not blinking so why is it that when you pick the bible when you want to pray now there's contention but when you 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 are watching you know netflix you are watching the nigerian movies you are watching you know the the series why is it that now you you are just you know wide awake and you will not even fall asleep so it tells you immediately that there is contention because now the bible said that the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh because the, the the flesh that we have here has what we call the desires it has the desires so that is why you 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 feel hungry you want to eat so when you don't you don't eat now you feel that now there's something that is happening to you your your, your body is craving for food your body is craving for food so these are the desires of the flesh and the bible said that now the spirit is against the flesh and they are contrary to one another so every single day we are in contention there is battle but the bible said that this is our the victory that we have our faith your conviction so the minute that you will rely on jesus christ we believe that there is grace that is supplied for us to overcome the flesh for us to overcome the flesh and now what what happens is that now the flesh will not allow you to do the things that you are not supposed to do so now for you to obey god sometimes it becomes very difficult why because there's contention because there's contention 
how many of us would pray for grace to be able to overcome this all these things that we are going through just perhaps to pray for grace we just have to pray for grace so then now my last scripture for us to know that we are you know against the enemy now um, help me in the book of Ephesians so now Ephesians chapter um, 6 verse um, yeah 11 and 12 Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 and 12. Now the Bible says that put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wells of the enemy or the wells of the devil. So that means another enemy is the devil. Then verse 12 says that for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So these are the enemies that we are dealing with. And these are the, you know, the, the cohort of the enemy. So they are the, the principalities, they are the powers, they are the rulers of darkness, they are the host of wickedness in the heavenly places. So looking at all these things, we are battling them. And trust me, it is never easy. Anybody that tells you that now it is easy, it's never true. You know, most of us, we receive the gospel in a way that now it, they make it seem as if now when you receive Jesus the Christ, every, every problem that you have is solved. Yes, it is solved spiritually, but now we need to fight battles to keep the victory that we have received. So this is where we need to be very disciplined. We need to be aware of our opponent. Let's say a better example is, you know, football. Now, when you are going to a football match, now you know you you must now begin to study your opponent and you must know the weakness of your opponent so that you'll be able to now win your opponent so then if you don't study your opponent and you know their weaknesses and how to over overcome them and how to overtake them now before you realize you've you've lost the battle how many of us are here so then how then you know can we be overcomers so now let's look at jesus the christ because jesus the christ is an a, a better example to each and every one of us a better example to each and everyone because he is the way he is the truth and he is the life he has set an example and he's you know requesting that we all should follow him so that we'll be able to win the life battle so now i don't know if now we've have we've had all the scriptures so the first is now the world or just yeah and you know you just put a scripture there for me please now the second that we looked at is the flesh and the third thing that we looked at is the devil and his cohort we are against all these three enemies and we need to know how to deal with them so now when we go to the book of luke chapter 4 let's start from verse 1 then now we pray for more grace and we go so the bible said in the book of luke chapter 4 verse 1 i don't know if nanama you were able to capture it after so you guys were able to capture it the three and you know the three enemies 
and the scriptures that are attached now when you go to the book of luke chapter 4 now the bible says that jesus the christ is the son of god who is god now there is something we call the mystery of godliness meaning that now the word became flesh it is all part of our christian convictions it is all part of the, our christian faith so if you believe that jesus is the word and he the word became flesh now let's see how jesus who is the word was was able to overcome the temptations now so the bible said that then jesus filled with the holy spirit so the word was filled with the holy spirit so myself and you we are all baptized in the holy spirit we all have the holy spirit we are all filled with the holy spirit each and every time that we pray we are filled with the holy spirit so the bible said that returned from jordan and was led by the spirit so he was filled with the holy spirit and he was led by the spirit i just want you to take note of this so in for you to be able to overcome these three enemies you have to one be filled with the holy spirit and you have to be led by the spirit i don't know if somebody can write it for me i said in for you to be able to overcome the flesh um the the, the world and the enemy um the, the 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 flesh the world and um yeah our enemy that is the devil first and foremost this is what now happened to jesus christ he was filled with the holy spirit and he was led by the spirit so the bible says that as many as are led by the spirit they are sons of god without the holy spirit it will be very difficult for you to be able to lead a victorious life it is impossible trust me you cannot use your flesh you cannot use your strength because it will fail so this is a pattern that jesus christ has set for myself and you that we should follow the same pattern of godliness that now every time we have to be filled with the spirit and from there we have to be led not only filled but we have to be led by the spirit in the name of jesus christ yeah so for you to overcome the world the flesh the devil that is satan our enemy our adversary you need to be filled one you need to be filled with the holy spirit and be left by him so now the big question is how many of us have that close relationship with the holy spirit we are looking at you know the, the overcoming life how many of us have that close relationship with the holy spirit how many of us so now before we come back to now luke chapter um luke chapter 4 we let, let's look at what you know paul said in the book of first corinthians first corinthians chapter chapter 13 now most of us call it the benediction now when we go to church we all say now you know let, let's share the benediction then we all recite the benediction but there are deeper truth to the benediction so it's in the book of second corinthians chapter 13 from verse 11 it's called the benediction 
right i know that most of us know what i'm talking about that when you go to church when you're about to close then we'll all say it as we have to so now when you go to the book of second corinthians chapter 13 from verse 11 the bible said that finally brethren farewell be complete be of good comfort be of one mind live in peace and the god of love and peace will be with you and verse 13 says greet one another with a holy kiss then the verse 13 says all the saints greet you now when you come to verse 14 the bible said and the grace of the lord jesus christ then the love of god and the communion of the holy spirit be with us be with you all so this is the benediction yeah i don't i uh, how many of us have shared this over and over and over and over but there are deeper truths to this it is not just words that we speak but there are mysteries behind this benediction so the bible says that finally brethren farewell be, become complete become complete so now you becoming complete there are three dimensions now you have to be complete in the spirit you have to be complete in your soul and you have to be complete in your in your in, in your body so the bible said that be complete on every side and he said be of good comfort be of one mind live in peace and the god of love and peace will be with you greet one another with the holy kiss then he said the grace of the lord jesus christ so myself and you what we need to be able to live a victorious life as we are filled with the holy spirit because the holy spirit is a spirit of grace the holy spirit is a spirit of grace so he said that now the grace of our lord jesus christ and we need the love of god we need to be complete in the love of god so from from our next next you know you know refreshing you i'm going to you know break all these things down one the grace of god two the love of god because we are supposed to be complete in the love of god and now the third thing that we will look at later is the communion it means that the fellowship of the holy spirit the colonia our participation with the holy spirit the bible said that be with you all so the minute that now we begin to break the grace of god down we begin to you know break the love of god down and the communion of the holy spirit now it will give us a better idea of how we'll be able to stand victoriously how we'll be able to stand victoriously because now when you go to the book of now luke chapter a sorry the book of ephesians the book of ephesians chapter six now i want to lay some emphasis here a book of ephesians chapter six from verse 10. now the bible says that finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his mind and the bible further says that put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand so the emphasis here is being able to stand against the wiles of the enemy because now satan is always at work the, the world is always also at work as that and now there is contention with our flesh so now our ability to stand is now the priority here so the bible said i put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy now verse 12 says that 
for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood we pray that now when you go to the verse 13 now the bible says that therefore take up the whole armor of god so now you see that it is the responsibility of myself and yourself to take up that you know whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand now that word has been able you know that word has been repeated again to be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand that means to be victorious that is where the focus is you picking all the whole arm of god then now you see that the verse 14 now you know the holy spirit repeated uh, that same word again he said stand therefore the verse 14 he said stand therefore so now how many of the of the stand have have now have have it been repeated you see that now the verse the verse 11 now it 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 started that what that will be able to stand the verse 13 that will be able to withstand and the verse 14 now the another emphasis of standing because a whole lot of people are not able to stand the battle that we are going through so a whole lot of people fall along the way their feet crumple and they're like okay i'm giving up i'm not even going to pray again i'm not even going to serve god again that means the enemy has overcome them and this is where now we need to pay particular attention we've been able to stand regardless of the adversity regardless of the you know tribulations regardless of whatever that we are going through our ability to stand because the grace of god is being supplied from heaven that is why paul said the grace of the our lord jesus christ and the love of god so understanding all these things will help you to be able to stand on on your feet amen so how many of us have fallen before as in your faith and they feel that they want to give up how many of us have have been there before and feel that no i i can't continue this journey again i feel like giving up i feel like giving up right i don't even know what what again i have to do i just have to give up yeah so now it means that your ability to stand is now you you've not been able to master your ability to stand on the truth or on the foundation that has been laid so you see that now most of us we are very prayerful we pray a lot but most of us has not mastered you know the our act of standing on the truth to overcome everything that is coming at us and this is where our problems are as christians so now we are looking at the what the overcoming life the ability to stand so now quickly because because of the time let's go to the book of luke chapter 4 and let me finish then we will just make pray for grace to be able to stand in the book of luke chapter 4 now the bible said from verse 1 the bible said that jesus christ was filled with the holy spirit and returned from jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness so jesus christ was led by the spirit as i said as many as are led by the spirit they are sons of god and the bible said that when he entered into the the wilderness the bible verse 2 says being tempted for 40 days and 40 nights and he was tempted by the devil our adversary so jesus christ said in his word that um, a servant is not greater than the master 
a servant is not greater than the master. So if a servant is not greater than the master, you need to understand that if Jesus Christ is or was tempted, we will also definitely go through that. That is why he said in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 21 that as I overcame, he's expecting you to also overcome. And this is where now we need to go back to Jesus Christ. We need to, you know, you know, pray for grace, for divine intelligence. How we'll be able to overcome now the flesh, the world, and Satan. So the Bible said that Jesus Christ was tempted for 40 days by the devil. Wow. He tempted the word. The one who created the world, he tempted him. And the Bible said that in those days, he ate nothing. Afterward, when he had ended, he was hungry. So here, we need to understand that now, Jesus Christ was first in contention with the devil. And the second thing that he was also in contention with his flesh. Because he was here in the flesh. And it became a battle. So he needed to deal with the flesh, overcome the flesh and overcome Satan as well. So this is where now, you know, fasting becomes very important to be able to discipline the flesh. Put your body under subjection. That is what now the Apostle Paul said. So now from next, next week, we will take now the flesh. How to now deal with the flesh. Then we'll come to how to deal with the world. Then we'll come to how to deal with Satan. How many of us are here? So he went through, you know, temptation. And the Bible said that he, had, he ate nothing. And when he has ended, he became very hungry. Why? Because he is human. He is human. So now the Bible said, And the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. Now this is where the temptation started. Command this stone to become bread. Why? Why is it that now the first temptation was that now he's commanded the stone to become bread? Ask ourselves. Ask ourselves. That why is it that now that is the first thing that Satan presented? Food. And that is the first temptation that Adam and Eve suffered and brought, you know, um, the, the downfall of man. They saw the fruit and they ate the fruit that God said that they shouldn't eat. So now Satan repeated the same thing here to Jesus Christ. Because now the Bible said that the first Adam, that is, you know, the Adam that was created in the Garden of Eden. And Jesus Christ is the last Adam. So now the devil repeated the same thing. And he said that if you are the son of man, turn this bread to become stone. Because he knows that now the flesh desires food. And at that time, uh, Jesus Christ was dealing with the flesh. So the minute that you are, you are fasting and you see food, before you realize there is contention in your mind, and you feel like even breaking the fast. Now one of my daughters recently went to you know, do some, 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 some few days of fasting and prayer, and she said, Prophet, I nearly gave up. I nearly gave up. Why? Because there is too much contention. There is too much contention in the flesh. And your mind is, is, is just telling you now, eat, 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 eat. When most people are not able to overcome the flesh. And this is where we have big issues and problems.
so because of the time we are all, we are only here to spend only an hour from next week now we will take the flesh and how to you know you know put the flesh under subjection it is our responsibility because grace has been given grace has been given so now please like my last scripture then we close then we'll pray and we'll close and then just about a few minutes in the book of hebrews chapter 4 in the book of hebrews chapter 4 in the book of hebrews chapter 4 now verse 14 now the bible said that seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession that what for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness so the, this body is very weak and now jesus christ is here to sympathize with our weaknesses that we have what that is why we have the holy spirit that is why we have the holy spirit but the bible said that but was in all points tempted as we are that means we are also being tempted and the bible said yet without sin that means he did not fall so as now we are tempted jesus christ was also tempted but he didn't fall because he understood the act of overcoming the flesh the world and sin and the bible says verse 16 he said let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain first mercy and find grace in times of need so this is going to be our prayer wherever that you are the bible said we should come boldly to the throne of grace because that throne of grace is full of grace and we need the message of god because now the bible said that jesus christ sympathizes with our weaknesses the holy spirit helps our infirmities our weaknesses and now we should pray that father we need grace so before that we close in the next about one to two minutes just begin to lift up your voice and say father i need grace father your word says that we should come that we will, have, we will obtain mercy so now we need your mercies in the name of jesus christ we need grace in the name of jesus christ to be able to walk this victorious life that the, the journey of faith in the name of jesus christ just lift up your voice wherever that you are just lift up your voice just lift up your voice begin to pray Shalagavaya, 